Welcome again to the Shadoof Podcast. I'm Dustin Harding. And I'm Weston Smith. Okay, so we are super excited to have you aboard today. Welcome. Today we're going to be discussing recognition. Recognition. Webster defines recognition as the... Just okay, let's go Before ahead. Before talking about it, I, I uh, pulled up the, the definition of recognition. I, I knew what recognition meant, but just to make sure, I looked it up. <laughs> <laughs> this is this kind of stems from our last episode, right, Dustin? Yeah, totally stems from our last episode, uh, at least theoretically, right? Right. Um, we're going to kind of build on the last episode, so right. I'd probably recommend like listening to that that last one. Go back um, and listen. Go to that back. One. It's the, a good one. Yeah. Um, sell them on renting was the last one, uh, and a big part of that uh, episode was uh, we we talked about social comparison. Right. And what it does to renters versus buyers for skill-based products for skill-based products. Okay, so so how are we going to build on this? Like, what's the next step? We're building on that. So that that research was part of my dissertation, and uh, there was a while where I was working at a multi-level marketing company, um, working on that dissertation, and I saw the recognition programs. I saw how distributors are recognized, and it's okay. and it, it's uh, like the award ceremonies, the award ceremonies, and what you get, what yeah. you okay, you get these very very top winners, and uh, that making millions of dollars, and they stand on stages, they make the, the, like the double um, double triple diamond black pearl yes. pirates of the Caribbean, ooh. The Black Pearl. Copyright that one. <laughs> uh, but, but 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 yeah, that's exactly it. And they, and they make they make videos. And you you've even probably made some videos. I did. For, uh, yeah. Uh, so that's what that's what I did in multi level marketing. Is we always had you know the the top ranking distributors. They're always like, okay, well we we got to make a special video for them. We've got to make this presentation huge. We got to make everyone see how great they are because they're like, this is this gets people excited. This yeah. gets people. This is why. This is why we do it. It's so that so that people lower can say like, "Wow, look at look at everything they get once they rank that high." Yeah, and, and like I said, the same thing spills into employee recognition. Um, a lot of sales in general will will do this, but you get education, uh, sports, sports. Uh, does sports? Wait, does it? I'm just joking. It totally does. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure it's somewhere along the sports line. It's it huge in sports, right? It's big in sports. <clears throat> and so, so I, I, I started wondering, like, this, this type of recognition program, this type of uh, – it, it's just – it's all over the place. Um, and surely somebody has done research on it. But, uh, but to me, like, the, the research that I had been doing would, would actually say that this form of recognition would be demotivating to, to most individuals, Right. So it's just become kind of commonplace, common business practice to say, hey, the people who are doing the best, we're going to show them off. We're going to say like, hey, we're going to give them awards. We're going to give them prizes and and gifts and things. And yeah. So while the the idea of of this this research kind of came while I was working in a multi-level marketing company, um, I've I've also since that time. Uh, have been working with Mitch Murdoch, a great researcher. He's been a big benefit as well. I know Mitch. Awesome guy. Yep, yep. And so you guys set out to kind of understand what was happening within recognition. To figure out the effect of recognition and to see if there was a better way to go about recognizing uh, individuals. So we talked about you with a bunch of professional jugglers. That's, that, that's not going to motivate you. But right. if you're in a room 
with uh, with a bunch of jugglers about your level, mm-hmm. that that is motivating. You're comparing yourself to these individuals and saying, okay, I can do that, right? right. Uh, but but the thing and is, it yeah. kind of cultivates kind of like a camaraderie. Yeah. Like something where I'm like, hey, this is what I've figured out. You know, what are what are you yeah, experiencing? Yeah, yeah. What yeah. what's what are you struggling with your juggling? Yeah, yeah. And you may think, okay, th- they're pretty good at this type of move. I'm not a juggler, so I'm oh, there's so many move kinds of moves. A. I I'm pretty good at move B. I can do mm-hmm. this, right? It, those type of situations are motivating. But the thing is, in the real life, in the workforce, the performance levels of individuals are very very. Um, wide and and and, and drastic because you're um, talking about like like years of experience versus you know people just years of out. experience people just starting out um, I mean multi-level marketing companies you you have the, your top people making millions of dollars a year right but then the average maybe around two hundred dollars a year and so that this it's such a drastic difference right there and so by showing off the top performers to everybody else who's drastically different should be demotivating according to the to to the research that I was doing prior you, to this moment. You already did. Yeah. Okay. So 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 it made it made us wonder and and wanted to test the actual effect of of recognition within within that type of atmosphere. Are we doing this all wrong kind of thing? Yeah, are we doing it wrong and is there a different way to do this? Okay. And and that's kind of where the the concept of laddered the recognition ladder came from um, because the recognition ladder the idea behind this is that instead of recognizing just the top individuals, you break people into tier groups or into ladder steps. Right? Okay. okay so these individuals they they all perform at. Uh, at this certain level, so we're going to group them together. Um, people that perform better than them, we're going to group them together. We, we have our high performers, we're grouping them together. Okay. And, and you recognize within those steps. Gotcha. Um, and so you have all of your newbies, all your novices together in one group, for instance. And so instead of forcing them to compare their abilities to your highly advanced individuals, you're recognizing within that group, and they're then comparing their abilities to someone that's not too different than them. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about uh, one of my favorite studies. This is a field study, which means it's not like a lab, like like some of the prior studies. It's in like a, a wide outdoor area with lots of grass and stuff? Preferably a soccer field. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Could yeah. be a soccer field. Soccer field works. No, no, no. So, field so it's study. Field study. It's like in the real, in the real world. In the real world. So this this study, I tested it with. Uh, we talked. To, we've mentioned now multiple times multi level marketing companies right. that it just fits this so well. Right. And so this study was tested among um, distributors in a multi level marketing company, and uh, they were all new distributors. They all took the same survey. Um, we sent a survey to them, uh, and in this survey, uh, we showed them profiles of different distributors. Three, okay. they were made-up distributors. Just made-up ones. Yep. And what we did was uh, each person that took the survey, they were kind of randomly put into one of two groups. Okay. In one group, the, the profiles were uh, showed numbers of individuals that were just outlier, like making millions of dollars a year, the typical typical person that you would recognize, right? Okay. In the other group... These these uh, their their performance was similar to to the novice, the person that the people that were actually taking the survey. Okay. So we showed them the profiles, um, kind of recognizing these individuals through these profiles, 
And then what we did, which was really cool, is we, we actually looked at what happened the month following okay. to their actual performance. The, so the simple two or three minute survey, we we're seeing if it actually impacted these distributors' behavior the month afterward. Okay. So the first thing we looked at was company revenue. So how much revenue did these distributors make for the, for the company? Okay. Um, those that saw these, these exceptional profiles, these, these high, the high performer profiles, they made on average about a, a $500 um, for, for the company. But then the other group that saw the inexperience or these, these what I like to say, the unexceptional um, distributors, they made on average about $850. Oh. So there was, there's about like a $350 That's jump. Substantial. Yes. Yeah. Especially when you think of how many distributors there would be, this is a huge game changer. Yeah. Right. Um, let's look at also activity rates. We looked at what percentage of them were active the month following. And what we saw was that uh, 50% were active among those that saw the exceptional profiles, but 66% were, were still active among those that saw the unexceptional distributor profiles. And then this one's, this one's my favorite. A lot of sales organizations, one of the biggest things that they struggle with are turnover rates. Okay, right. Uh, trying to keep their sales force, right? Trying to right. keep people, people going. So we, we looked at these turnover rates. What we did was we said, okay, among those that were active the month before the study, what percentage of them dropped off and were no longer active the month after the okay. study? Okay. And what we found is for those that saw the high performers, um, about 25% of them dropped off. But it was only 9.14% among those that saw the unexceptional profiles. Wow. So it was, it was this clear, crazy difference. Okay, so the people who saw the, the unexceptional, they created more revenue yep. and they were more active yep. within the company, probably creating more positive experiences and a more engaging and fun environment, I would assume. Yeah, yeah. And also, it kept people on board, so there was less turnover. Yeah. So you weren't have to, having to deal with finding new people, training new people. Yeah, and for, for these companies, even if you can get people to stay like an additional few months, that's huge. Yeah. And we, we tested it in multiple studies. We looked at how in different scenarios, some that, that weren't sales. There was one survey where people imagined they were a lab technician, definitely far out of sales. It was like a typical employee recognition um, okay. theme. And, and it's still the same, same effect. Wow. Um, okay, so once you're an employee, sure, maybe this this effect happens but how how do you get people to become employees how do you how do you inspire people in your in the the opportunity to to get them to take the plunge to, to take to, the plunge yeah so what happens if you stop talking about the rock stars how's that going to impact people's willingness to jump in and be employed or become a distributor for your company you mean they wouldn't see like the shiny high performers and and think like oh i want to be like that yeah like what happens when when it's like, oh, yeah, so-and-so worked for us, and they made millions of dollars. and That's what you always hear. Like, this is a great opportunity. You can be like me. I just bought a $3 million home. Yeah, you see that online. If you're yeah. talking to someone, it's usually not them. It's somebody else they know right. that made millions of dollars, right? Well, I've, had, I've had people invite me to meetings where they want to pitch me on this, and then they have someone. They, they like 
go out of their way to get one of these high performers to come and talk to this group of people. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yep. And I'm like, I'd, if you're going to pitch me on something, I'd rather have you just talk to me about it. Yeah. And so, so the, the question is, what do you do in that case? If you're trying to get people in and get them to believe in the opportunity that, that, your, that your company provides. And so we, we tested this again, having the high performer versus the, the average performer. Uh, so this is for people who aren't involved in the company. aren't involved. And they're looking at an opportunity they're to join. They're looking at an opportunity. And then as part of that opportunity, you say, hey, here's these success stories. Um, and so what, what we found, we, we did this in, in the context of a multi-level marketing. We made up the, the name. Uh, Lavina Essential Oil. No. Olivia organic oils or something like that. We, Olivia, we, we <laughs> Olivia organic oils. Yes. So if any of you guys have heard any pitches for Olivia organic oil, it's fake. It's, like, it's fake. Just it's fake. don't join. Don't, it's not. Don't what buy it. Into it. <laughs> we, we made it up. But, but we talked about these success stories and we asked them, we gave them a list of oils and we asked how many oils they would want to purchase from this, from this uh, company. And uh, so for those that saw the high performers success story, they were willing to, to buy on average 2.45 essential oil bottles. And then for those that saw the unexceptional success stories, they were willing to, to purchase on average 4.2. So Wow. So even in this case, even when you're trying to sell the opportunity of working for your company, it's better to, to focus on those average success stories than it is to focus on those exceptional success stories. Okay. So for businesses to, to kind of adopt this mentality, it's not saying like, we're not saying like, don't recognize your top performers. Right. Right. It's just indicating like, Hey, if you're looking to get people on board, if you're looking to inspire a kind of lower tier new distributors or employees or whatever, showing them like smaller success stories, like yeah. things that things that they can relate to and that they can see as achievable. Yeah. Rather than the, the, the top the top end. Yeah. Group people together by performance and then tr- find ways to recognize individuals in those groups. Um, right. And and, you know, something like this keep bringing up multi-level marketing, but, but actually they're almost set up in a way that they can do that because as you, as you continue on, you have this diamond, the quadruple, quadruple um, treasure, treasure chest, you know, <laughs> but, but they, they already break people into these groups. So you could easily recognize within those groups, right? And, and other companies, you could do the same type of thing. But the point is that you're you're helping people recognize their abilities with somebody else's that's not too different from them to give them hope, to help boost their confidence levels and help them continue to move forward and progress. That would be, I mean, like you said, a game changer if people implemented this into their business practices. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you all. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you for listening. Hope you'd enjoy this. If you have questions feel free to email us. You can email us at info at shaduf, S-H-A-D-U-F. Dot org. Dot org, not com, dot org. And feel free to follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. You can get our latest updates on our latest episodes. We put more content on here rather than just the podcast. Oh, yeah. We, we're going to do videos, kind of featuring more visual kind of depictions of, of these studies and things that we're, that we're talking about. Yeah. So. And, uh, a lot of fun. Join us. Join us. And of course, thank you to our sponsor, the Woodbury School of Business. This would not be possible if it were not for them.
Absolutely.